here. It's 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 kitchen hours. It's it's ten forty two. I've had two beers. Um, well, no, I'm in the I'm in the process of my second beer. I'm lucid, lucid, not loose. I'm ready to, you know, speak freely and openly. Um, and to be honest, the thing that I want to discuss above all else is, um, have you considered the sheer <laughs> flawlessness, shall we say, of um, of uh, what's he called? Uh, Tiny Temper's first album. Just listen to it. I was 14 years old and I was like, there's nothing sicker in this world than Tiny Temper just spitting rhymes. Um, (laughs) But genuinely, right, you know, this is a hell of a tune. Simply unstoppable. Let me just... I mean, I don't really even know what, excuse me, um, like, I, I, what's really funny is Tiny Temper's now, um, fronting a, um, TV show called Extraordinary Extensions, um, and I don't know why, I mean, I can only assume, and I hope for his sake, that what happened was um, that he kind of, you know, did, uh, you know, well enough from his music career and started just, you know, building some kind of property empire. And at that point, you know, I, I can only commend him on, you know, what he's done in his life. But I remember a time where Tiny Temper fully, fully had, um, you know, the music scene on lock. I mean, let me just play you this. She says she likes my watch, but she wants Steve's AP, and she stay out poor. The amount of underage drinking that uh, we partook in under the, uh, you know, the, 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 the sultry backdrop of um, Tiny Temper, just frankly delivering his lines with a pretty generic and samey, um, you know, tone is remarkable. You know, it was it was a tonic for us. We absolutely lapped it up. I mean, part of me does wonder, 15, 14 year old versions of us kids, um, maybe we'd have been drinking to anything. I mean, it was funny. We, we would do, there was a lot of tiny temper, but then of course, like you'd have sort of 
you know, the cool kids, they'd be playing things like, uh, it was Empire of the Sun, um, MGMT. Let me see if I can find, um, let me just see if I can find, like, it would be, it would be. This would come on and we would be like, da, 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 just jumping around into each other. Just basically, you know, um, kind of, I don't really know what the word is, like shouting the song, the, the, the melody of the song, not really knowing much of the words. Obviously, the cool guys would. I wouldn't, but, I, you know, the chorus would come around. So, I'd, you know, have that period of quiet in the in in the verse 30 seconds of kind of smiling but quiet and then the chorus would come on and i'd be like you know jumping around arms flying um i was a much funner guy funner much more fun guy um but you know it's fine we're here um but yeah tiny temper and extraordinary extensions according to Hello Magazine, um, viewers have been enjoying Channel 4's brand new architectural show, Extraordinary Extensions, which sees property and design enthusiasts give grand designs Kevin McLeod a run for his money as he meets homeowners embarking on the most audacious home extensions. So Tiny Temper is a property and design enthusiast, is he? Tiny Temper property. Because... Hey, look, if you're an enthusiast, you're an enthusiast. But um, why, would you have a, why would you have a TV show if you weren't a property mogul? Um, apparently, his net worth is $3 million, which feels low given that he ran the show in 2010. Um, but... Hey, maybe I'm wrong. Um, I'm just... <laughs> you're just here with me and I'm reading. Um, what do you do? Yeah, he just has a property portfolio. Okay, fine. Um, maybe that was smart, to be honest. You know, without getting too uh, too bloody excitable about real things. Um, excuse me property market the way it is not you know i obviously know things um i can imagine he might have made a reasonable amount of money and i don't feel like you can have much of a property portfolio with a net worth of three million you know these days in the uk i just feel like that's like two houses isn't it well three houses Good houses, admittedly, but where he is, I mean, he's obviously going to be in the sort of London area. So to have houses, yeah, his net worth can't really be three million if he's got a portfolio. You don't have a portfolio of property until you have, I would say, at least four, because you have a house, or you have a couple of houses, or two houses, or you have three houses, or a few houses, and then four 
I think is probably more than a few. You could possibly box four in with a few, but I, I, I would argue at that stage you are looking at kind of multiple houses, many, possibly many houses. Um, actually, many feels like more than five in my view. Um, many feels like possibly more than you can count on one hand. Um, so I'm willing to kind of let that pass. But yeah, if he has a portfolio, guess what? His net worth isn't three mil. It's probably, I would estimate his real net worth is between 10 and 20 million. And you know what? Fair play, Tiny. What's his, his real name, I think, is Patrick. And if so, hell yeah, dude. Um, his real name is Patrick Oku... Hmm. Okogwu. Okogwu. Sorry. I mean, there's no way of like actually pronouncing these things without sounding stupid and racist. And I really try not to be, but, you know, I, should, I shouldn't have tried to pronounce it really, I guess. Um, but yeah, well done. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan, obviously, of Tiny. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm doing this podcast because, um, well, really, the podcast on Monday was a was a shambles, wasn't it? I was um, I was super tired, and really, what it was was I think I'd just had kind of a number of days on the spin where I was just. It was all a bit much, um, not in a real sense, like you don't need to worry, but it was kind of like, um, do you ever get it where I guess you just push your bedtime too far? It's, it's just a little too far and, um, you may be getting just about enough sleep to live, but not very well. And that was basically me. Um, it was, I mean, I'm kind of proud of what I'd managed on the Monday because as I said on the podcast, I had to do this presentation and this presentation was, you know, it was, to be fair, what I would say is in my defense, um, I was struggling sleeping over the weekend with that kind of in mind. It's annoying, isn't it? like just in general in life when you have things um that you're kind of nervous about can be anything it always it is anything um people get nervous over anything um but i guess like doing a kind of presentation is always going to be nerve-wracking i can't imagine anyone loves it i mean some people do like gary v your man um who you know, is who swears a lot and it says a lot of good things, but kind of, um, it, it's all kind of like stuff that you know, but you're just not going to do. Like, he's kind of like, well, what you should do is you should live on a friend's floor for three years while you're building your company and eat tins of spam every day. And that's it. That's how you should live your life and drink water only. Um, and it's kind of like, well, yeah, Gary, but
but what if my idea for a company is to, um, you know, basically sell knockoff Play-Doh for the same price and call it um, Play Pastry. <laughs> it ain't going anywhere, Gary. So, you know, I like your ideas, and I think most of the time your message is good. So, like, some of what he says is really quite valuable, where he says things about, like, you know, he talks about not worrying about what people think um, and kind of, like, um, you know, things like basing your, basing your own value on other people's opinions, external opinions. I like that. But that's kind of, you know, he doesn't have a patent on that. That's, you know, like, that's kind of just a sound viewpoint to have. So, you know, um, fair enough. Um, you've said it, but also you're a millionaire. So, you know, I don't know. I co I'm coming across quite bitter here. I like Gary Vee, actually. I do follow him. I just... You know, I think maybe it's easier said than done in some cases. And he'd hate that. He'd try and fight me. Um, and I don't really want... I wouldn't... I couldn't debate him on it. Because, like, ultimately, you can't win that debate without, you know, trying and failing. So, like, unless I had actually done all the things that he said and failed, then, you know, I can't really win that argument. Um, and I don't really want to win the argument. I'd like him to be right. But, you know, what's my business idea? My business idea would probably be to, like, be a podcaster, a real one. Um, but the truth is, is, like, I can kind of do this while I have a real job. And, like, I really like the podcast and I really appreciate everyone that listens. Genuinely, seriously, and thoroughly, and sincerely appreciate it. Um because it's kind of like a bit of a journal and I don't really talk a lot in, well, that, you know, people who listen and know me will think that that's bullshit. That's kind of true. But also, I don't know, like, I don't really talk too deeply. Like, I, I had this thing when I was a kid. So when I, when I was younger and I used to listen to Tiny Temper, so, you know, we are talking 2010 here, my prime, well, really fantastic years. Um... I actually want, I, I got like a bit of a reputation of being someone that would have heart to hearts with people. Oh, I feel sick thinking about it, you know, like the cringiness of, I can only imagine what those conversations were like. I used to think I was so like, so emotionally and socially intelligent. I used to think I was so good at having conversations and getting people like finding people um, like solutions in life. Um, and then I was, and I like painted this picture in my head of like myself being this kind of this, the tragic guy who was, you know, really good at helping people and was a good friend um, in certain, you know, in certain cases, I've always been kind of like a not very dependable friend in terms of like real situations. I'm pretty good at all the, you know, the, the, the imaginary stuff, the stuff that's in your head, but real life situations, you know, if you need me to fight for you or with you in some sort of scenario, I'm sorry, I'm either wouldn't be there in the first place because it's, you know, you're out, um, 
and that's initially you know a bit of a bridge too far for me and secondly yeah if things did kick off i'm probably letting them take their natural course you know perhaps trying to negotiate my my own you know myself a parlay um i ain't swinging fists for you um uh but yeah what was I even saying? Oh yeah, so I had like this bit of a, a bit of a reputation for being kind of a heart to heart type of character, and I don't know. I loved those conversations at the time. Like I had some really nice combos with like a lot of people, a lot of my friends who I guess some who I don't you know particularly um, you know see a lot of now, but then some who I guess are kind of still good friends. Um, I guess my whole point of that is that, like, in lieu of having the uh, uh, the ability to be, you know, drunk at the age of 14, 15, um, at house parties and, you know, walking home on the train tracks at 3 a.m., probably later, actually. God, they were good days. I can't get past... 12 now without being really tired um but yeah uh yeah we'd have these big walk homes at like three four five in the morning and um yeah we would bear our souls and now like the bearing of souls well honestly i don't really do it that much on the podcast a lot of the time well i mean i would say probably for about a month now the podcast has been terrible, <laughs> and for that, I apologize. Um, I don't know, but I guess that's gonna happen. Like, it is just me, and like, I guess, like, I'm not always like on form and happy and whatever. And sometimes, I guess, I'm like the, the podcast I'm very deeply committed to, and I'm always gonna do it, but uh, like, obviously, if if it's a Monday and I'm just not feeling like perfect, then it's not going to be like a truly, a truly great episode. I have to also apologize because I'm here in the kitchen. So like, I don't really know what the, um, what the sound quality is supposed to be like, um, supposed to be like, is like, so, yeah, you'll have to just accept my sincere apologies for how this is. Um, but, you know, we're playing fast and loose. And I, you know, I, I did want to do a bonus pod because I did feel like the Monday episode was dread, dreadful. Dreadful. I, um, I basically fell asleep. Um, I might as well have fallen asleep. So that's not great, is it? Because I do care. Um, I mean, in reality, like I would, I would have just not put anything out. But the, you know, I'm 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 utterly committed to the idea of uh, making sure that it continues to be a monthly thing, monthly, day, and weekly thing. So yeah, I had to. And I kind of, in the back of my head, knew that, like, I had the, uh, sort of, excuse me, the, um, the, 
I guess, the, the backup, the fallback option, sorry, of um, doing a, like a compensatory um, bonus episode. And here we are. Um, but yeah, so this is, I guess, me doing my my heart to heart with you guys. Um, truthfully, I'm okay right now. Like I think the um, yeah, like I say on the Monday, I think I, it was kind of like the absolute peak of my most recent. Um, I suppose like what were we trying to say? Kind of mental angst, mental angst. I guess just normal angst. I mean, angst is in your mind, so. Um, I mean, I know it can manifest itself physically, but ultimately it does, you know, come from the head. So, yeah, I suppose like Monday was kind of the, uh, the, the, what's it called? The, yeah, the zenith uh, of my, of my angst. And I guess probably what it was above all else is that like, I was just tired mentally, probably more than anything. Like, yes, I was tired like I'd had I think it was probably like I mean on the weekend I think I probably managed like yeah it would have been like six hours sleep for maybe like somewhere between seven to ten days on the spin so like six hours is largely fine for me like I can definitely get away with it but um I think that does just become kind of a bit of a totting up uh, that occurs and I probably just needed eight hours somewhere and to be honest I didn't get it until uh, Wednesday so I've been off Thursday Friday and Wednesday night I yeah Wednesday night I was knackered I actually came home from work had dinner and immediately fell asleep which very, very rarely happens. In fact, it never happens. So I, I had my dinner. I wasn't in a good mood. I go straight to bed. And, um, yeah, the, uh, like, I had the football on. It was some random game. It wasn't, like, important, really. And uh, I just sort of had it on in the background with the, well, I was supposed to be watching it, but it didn't really happen. And, yeah, just fell asleep. Kind of woke up around 10 and um, still went to bed at around 11 and had a full, like, slept all the way through until about 8 or 9. So I think I got it back a little bit. And, yeah, okay, sleep last night, and we're okay now. But um, I suppose it's kind of like a case of, I don't even know if you can hear this, but it's raining very hard. I'll just give you a little taste. It's raining incredibly hard. And it's kind of weird because it's been raining hard for like... Jesus Christ. It's been raining hard for the past two, three days. Um, Like, I would estimate over the past 48 hours, it's rained 36 of them. 
Um, not necessarily very hard, sometimes hard. Not this hard, doesn't feel like, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, so yeah, don't know what's happening, but there is kind of a, uh, like, sort of a purification, I feel like, that comes with with a good a good recession of rain. Um, if you're lucky, and it happens a lot of the time for me anyway, but if you're lucky, um, you know, the next morning, if you get up at the right sort of time, and it, it tends to be sunny, you know, the clouds tend to have completely, you know, emptied themselves on the, um, on the, on the canvas, as it were, and, yeah, it's just a nice, crisp morning, and the sun kind of glistens off, off every corner, because it's, because everything's wet, so, uh, sorry, I got snotty nose. Snot seems to just happen when I have even one or two ales. I don't know if that's a... Maybe I'll Google that. Um, let me Google it now while we're talking, but yeah. So I'm hoping tomorrow might be a couple, you know, another one of those... Um, uh, why do I get a snotty nose? After drinking. Sorry, I was talking quite nicely about, uh, you know, some, you know, the, the sun glistening. Snotty nose. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that we might get a bit of that tomorrow. Because um, we have had a couple of nice mornings of late. Um, I haven't quite managed to get myself up and out of bed for it. So it's about ten past eleven now. So I think I might might try and go to bed shortly. I mean, to be honest, I'm a little bit not wired, but I'm I'm a bit excitable, I guess. Um, I've been drinking these beers, by the way, and this isn't really a well. I'd say it isn't really a sponsored thing. It's definitely not a sponsored thing. Um, been having these things called Planet Pale by Brewdog, and it's the uh, it's a um, is it carbon negative? We're the world's only carbon negative brewery. We count all the carbon we emit when we make our beer, and we remove twice that amount every year. Oh, they've done a. They've got a speller on this. Oh no. They've got a spelling error on the back of their can. And they've absolutely had their beer drank by the wrong fella because I can only imagine how many of the ale drinkers have bothered to ever really read this prose. But yeah. But it does say every time someone drinks a brew dog beer, the world gets less carbon. So that's good. Um and the beer itself, nice. So, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I'm absolutely not getting paid by BrewDog, which is a, a shame, because I'm sure they've got a bit of cash to spare, and I'd love that. Because I need more money. 
I need more money so that I can stop doing, so I can stop working. I don't hate work, but I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it anymore, you know? I've done nearly 10 years of work, and I feel like 10 years of work is almost like, oh God, I don't know. I don't really want to say this, but I'm going to say it. It's not, <laughs> no, it's a bit like prison. That's what I'm saying. Here we go. There we go. It's like prison. Um, not in the sense that my particular job is like prison, but it's kind of like everyone, you know? Like you sign your contract, you go to work and you spend seven hours a day. If you're lucky, I mean, I've got nine to five. Some people have worse. You spend seven hours a day sat with people who, I mean, certainly in my case, and I've got a fart coming up, so I'll have to give you a little taste of that. There you go. Um, um, so the that's another thing that happens when I have a beer. And I'm sorry I had to do that. Because I know, like, I've been told off for doing farts on the podcast. But you can't change me. This is just this is just who I am. And this is my only... No, it's a lie. I was going to say it's the only fart I've done today. And that's a huge lie. But it's the only fart I've done on this podcast. And it's probably the only one I will do. But um, what the hell was I even talking about? Um, God. Uh... Talking about brew dog, carbon neutral. <laughs> oh no, I've completely forgotten. Um, it can't have been that important, but let me just continue to walk around the kitchen in in the in the pale light of the of the um, extractor fan um, sort of lights that come from it. Um, podcast. <laughs> so some compensation episode, isn't it? It's probably. I think I had a salient point there as well, but um, yeah, I've forgotten, which is such a shame. Uh, is it? Probably wasn't even that important. But anyway, I've googled here. Um, that. For instance, beer and wine contains high-level histamine. Now, I've heard of antihistamine, which is supposed to stop you uh, from having a runny nose, but... um, And apparently, beer has it, and it can contribute to a runny nose or nasal congestion. Or maybe you're sensitive to sulfites or other chemicals in alcoholic beverages, resulting in nausea and headaches. Um... I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm apparently such a thing as alcohol intolerance. Maybe I am a little bit, but I don't think I am any more than anyone else. Oh, I'm so disappointed that I can't remember. Do you know what I might do? Give me a moment. I'll do a bibbidi bobbidi and I'll, I'll go and I'll listen to the point that I was making before I did the fart and I'll maybe finish the point. If not, we'll wrap up and I'll, I'll maybe go to bed. How about that? So, see you in three and a half seconds. I remember I was talking about um, work being prison, which is obviously a bloody sound point of me uh, to make. 
because, um, you know, obviously I'm incredibly lucky to have a job and I do genuinely think that. Um, I'm not just saying it in case any of my employers are listening, which they frankly shouldn't be because this is, you know, of all of the media to, to consume, for you to consume this media is remarkable. So thank you. Um, but I guess my point is kind of just like, oh, well, I don't even know what my point is. Just that I think 10 years of work, you know, let me work, let me work it out. Seven hours times five <clears throat> times 52 times 10. It's 18,200 hours is, is in 10 years of work. That's a lot. That's an awful lot. Um, I mean, obviously you get paid, you get compensated, but no one wants to work. And we're all doing things that are just weird, like accountancy. Where I live, I mean, you're mostly all from here anyway, but on the Isle of Man, so many people are accountants. <laughs> and it's all for people who don't live here. It's all just weird. It's super weird. Like, I mean, I'm not an accountant. I'm a, well, I don't even, I can't even really describe my job. It's, I'm a sort of, a, I don't know, I do Excel basically. And, um, and yeah, everything I do is for other people's money. And it, they're, they're not people from here. They're people from like Asia and um, I'm trying to think, the UAE and stuff. And um, why? Why am I doing that? Like, I mean, ultimately, yes, I get paid money, but how? Why is it here? It's here because of tax reasons. But what's tax? <laughs> you know, these are real Friday night, 20 past 11 thoughts after two beers. But what, what are we doing? You know, should we not be trying to make art? And, and this isn't art, but well, maybe it is in some ways. I'd like, to, it would be funny if this was the podcast that the aliens found after, you know, obviously we burn the planet to a crisp. Um, and they're like, oh, well, we'll use this as the, uh, the documentation of human civilization. They'll literally hear, you know, at least four or five of my farts, a couple burps, and um, yeah, basically me falling asleep and also listening to Jackie Chan's music. So all in all, I think that's kind of, Pretty positive, um, but yeah, uh, we, uh, maybe the podcast has reached its natural conclusion. We're, um, you know, we're over half an hour. It's a bonus, so you know, we're not we're not on the clock here. Um, but yeah, thanks thanks for sticking by. I appreciate it. if you did listen to you know the podcast earlier on this week. Thanks. You know, I didn't even manage to write episode in front of it, and I think I'll just leave it the way it is to kind of as a as a reminder that things can go wrong um but yeah i think this has been better We've had some good chat um but yeah have a lovely weekend ahead really have a lovely weekend ahead and um i hope that you're well if you're not well give me a shout but also you know i've said this before <laughs> Speak to your friends first, of unless I am your friend. If so, speak to me. Um, 
maybe we can have a heart to heart like I was 14 again. Maybe I can get the old cogs whirring and we can see if I've still got still got what it takes. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna, I might watch an episode of Fleabag. So it's a great show. Episode of Fleabag, have a candle, go to bed. Seems okay. Um, you know, I'm 26 now. I can't, I can't make it past 12 without really, really labouring. So, um, yeah, we'll see. But, um, yeah, hopefully tomorrow brings a, a lovely, glistening, crisp October. Is it October? Yeah, last day of October morning. And I will see you uh, on Monday. Monday night. Goodbye.